Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy, Allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. February 24, 2021. Tortilla chips. Nachos. Aliens denied. Pigs for sale. And, way too many dogs. This, is, awesome, today. Awesome today is a mostly daily podcast. Or, it might be part of a double-blind study conducted by the CIA, effectively an extension of old mind control studies like MKUltra. If you don't like it, please continue to listen anyway, so that our data gathering is not compromised. Hi. And good day. Hi. Ma'am. Happy Wednesday. Damn, it's Wednesday? Yeah. Wow. As the people are listening, it is. Where did the days go? Some weeks take a month. Some weeks take a day. I worked with a guy one time commenting on the long duration of time it felt like we spent at the office and he'd made the statement i spent a week here one day mm-hmm. that is the case sometimes but today i felt like i spent a day here this week yes yeah i get it i totally do this seems like a day worthy of celebration it is a day worthy of celebration most are if that's, we're being honest that's fair and that's what i love about awesome today you deep dive into each day to find those celebrations for us and things to bitch about well, sometimes, yes. Sometimes. Well, today, February 24th, 2021, the Wednesday you mentioned, all of that. It is National Tortilla Chip Day. That's wonderful. I, I want some right now. Yep. I'm, I'm disappointed for us that we're not eating them well, right now while we record. Don't, uh, don't push me or the dinner plans will change. <laughs> How far do they I have to push you? may have already changed. Let's continue ahead though um the despicably the history of this holiday 
Nobody knows. What? Maybe it was that one guy the other day who made up all those holidays, like 80. Yeah, Mr. 80 holiday guy. I yeah. do nothing. I, I can't remember. robbed from my employer by sitting here all day applying for holidays rather than doing my work. Honestly, I don't hate it. Yeah. It's a, it's an alternative career track for I me. I guess, as long as you can get paid for doing it. It's, <laughs> so that's it's fine, the thing. I don't right? think it's paying him to do this. Well, his employer was paying him for something, and it was yeah. this that he was doing. So <laughs> that, that. Okay. What we do know, what we can confirm, is that tortilla chips have been mass-produced since roughly 1940, uh, definitely within the 1940s. Maybe that's the fairer statement, within the 1940s, because it was one Rebecca Webb Carranza. Yeah. She being a co-owner of a Mexican deli and tortilla factory in L.A. I went a Mexican deli and tortilla factory. I went it on the corner of our block. We practically used to have one down on 23rd. I and then know. it went out of business for reasons we won't go into. Yeah. That was sad. But someday. Anyway, um, she claims and... and the claims are supported that, that she's the one who created the tortilla chip. And it was in an effort to minimize waste. Um, from her, the, the tortilla making machine, oftentimes there would be a misshapen tortilla that would be rejected. It happens. Kicked out, kicked to the curb. Yep. All that. So she would take them, cut them into triangles, fry them, and then sell them for a dime a bag out of the factory. Go ahead. Dime, yeah. That's my kind of dime bag. Yeah, yeah. It's probably the healthiest dime bag that you'll ever participate in. Unless there's other dime bags I'm unaware of uh, that aren't narcotics and such. Yeah. Anyway, um, then came along Jose Martinez of, or yeah, it'd be Martinez. If you're, if you're, if you're Mexico Latin, it's Martinez, right? Okay. If you're... Spain, Latin, then it's Martinez. Oh, yes, that's right, because you know a Martinez. Yeah, yes. yeah, he gets pissed when you call him Martinez. Well, okay. I don't, I mean, that's fine. Yes. People calling you something that isn't your name is enough to piss you off. You and I would both know that quite well. Yeah, I've been called some things. Yeah. Use your imaginations. Um, yeah, so he's like, no, I made it. Okay. I made the tortilla He's chip. from San Antonio. I'm... I'm, I would lean in and say there's a chance. Okay. But they investigated it, and in fact, his were toasted and not fried. Well... So effectively, you know what they said? What? No way, Jose. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> they said it. I repeated it. That's what happened. Look, there's been a whole thing in cooking blogs, Pinterest, whatever, of like, ooh, make your tortilla chips healthy. Bake them instead of frying them. And you know what I say to that? Um, is it profane? Do no. I need to edit this out? No, just like, no it thanks. It should be. Yeah. No thanks, you bleepity bleep bleeper. If you're going to have a tortilla chip, take it all the way to the fryer, please. If it's just baked, it's a weird form of unhydrated cornbread. That's right. I want tortilla chips right now so bad. Okay, that's probably going to happen. Just stop pestering me about it, okay? <laughs> I love tortilla chips. Me too. I love tortilla chips. You now, love beautifully. Them more than I do. So, this is 1940. This is going on. Yeah. People are like, oh, tortilla chips are a thing. Mm. Well, it didn't take long. 1943, Ignacio Anaya creates nachos. Oh, I love He said, nachos. hey, you know what would be good? is if we took this fried tortilla 
and we dipped it in fake liquid cheese. Match made in heaven. And he was right. It is damn good. I love nachos. Yeah. That's probably what we're going to have tonight now. Yes. Um, and I thank both of these good entrepreneurs. I thank them as well. Posthumously, they probably have passed on. Possibly. The great, you never know. To the great maybe, nacho vat in the sky. Maybe all the preservatives and such that are now in tortilla chips kept them alive abnormally long. Maybe so. It's possible. They'd only be in their hundreds. I'm gonna, I have a grandmother older than 100. Yeah, you 800, have. 100, as it were. Yeah. <laughs> We've mentioned it a few <laughs> times. We, you do. I'm going to make a bold statement. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, um, like stick my flag in this statement. I don't know if that's a saying. I don't know how I to don't say know. this. Draw I, a line on the chalkboard? Something like that. The best tortilla chip combo, not an actual nacho. Okay. Bear with me. I think you'll okay. agree with me. But the best tortilla chip combo with cheese exists in San Marcos, Texas. Yes, it does. I was wondering if that's where we were uh-huh. going. Of course. Yes, it does. At Herbert's Taco Hut. Herbert's. You got to go there. There's don't the, don't yeah. go there and be like, where's Herbert's? And nope. people be like, hey, you should try Mana's. No, no. No, no. Mana's yep. is great, but they don't have the queso that Herbert's has. They don't have the queso. I, oh, God, please, post-COVID, <laughs> Trip. <laughs> I I bet I bet that I could call down there and he has some gelatinous block of queso that he would mail up here overnight mm. and it would be fine because it's not natural food anyway. It's not natural. We could it get it sure here, heat it up, and we could we could literally bathe in it. Oh my god! We could pour it all over ourselves, roll around in chips, and then lick our bodies clean. I don't hate that. I I don't like. I don't hate any part of that plan. Um, when we so we lived in San Marcos for mm-hmm. four years, that's where both of our daughters were born. Um, when I was pregnant with Daisy, uh, we ate there not a, just a few times. Oh, we ate there a lot. Yeah, and then I remember I don't know why this memory sticks in my mind, but when I was in the hospital recovering from the Daisy birth, and it was not an easy recovery. She mm-hmm. did a real number on me. She was a large baby. Yeah, there's a, a lot of problems around that. You and my sister, I think, went to the Herberts and had mm-hmm. dinner, including chips and queso. And I was so of jealous. Of course we did. Even if you don't have dinner, you have the chips and queso. That you could just go for the chips and queso. Yeah, I'll take a water, chips and queso, and yeah. then five bowls of chips and queso. Later, you've also had a six-pack and a margarita. That's and right. You're like, I need an Uber. I know it doesn't exist yet. Yes, but. that was in 2005. There was no Uber. By the time life and technology and civilization had advanced, by the time the twins were born, you could bring food into my hospital room. Yeah, and, and it that, did. And that was lovely and some of my fondest. So I have a lot of jealousy around you guys going to have chips and queso without me. Uh, but some of my fondest memories, both after the twins were born and after Nico was born, you would bring me some of my favorites from Oklahoma City. So mm-hmm. it all evens out. God, we'll I'm so hungry there. right now. We'll get back down there. We'll do that. Okay. Uh, hey, you know, if it's your birthday today, you share it with an icon, the legendary Steve Jobs. Steve of the Jobs. That's right. So you... Steve early, made a lot of jobs. He made a lot of jobs. And uh, gosh, if you think about like every app that's ever been developed to go onto a smartphone. Yeah. The number of jobs he... In the words of Obama, you didn't make that. 
That's from Obama? Um, he's basically said entrepreneurs didn't create their own businesses. It was a pretty heinous moment for entrepreneurs oh, when he whoa. said it. Whoa, I didn't it know that. was back during his presidency. I still obviously don't carry a grudge about it. <laughs> yes, as an entrepreneur, it's yeah. totally yeah. fine for you. Um, I did not realize that, but... If you think about Steve Jobs, not only the jobs he created directly with Apple, but then all of the app developers. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. But anyway, you read an earlier write-up today. I did. Well, I actually read it two or three days ago. Okay. Um, but, of course, that's not too long. So long as it's not important, I can remember things that Absolutely. long. Um, I missed an appointment today with a chiropractor because that was kind of important. So, <laughs> yep, not going to remember that one. Anyway, I digress. Um, yeah, so I read this a couple days ago. It was it, it it lasted in my mind because this author had come from the perspective that Jobs' success was due to his brazen impudence, mm. which sounds pretty scathing. I think it's a compliment. It actually was. It okay. was written from a very positive perspective, uh-huh. celebrating Steve, if I may call him Steve, sure, Steve's. Basis unflappable commitment to seeing done whatever he imagined, no matter if it was impossible, improbable, irresponsible, what it didn't matter. It's going to happen. Going to happen. Could not, would not budge off of the fact that this will be done. And, and even people around him just commenting that when he came in the room and one of these conversations took place, you felt like a superhero as he left that you would do yes. the impossible. And that the only problem that ever occurred was when he didn't show up often enough to refuel the tank. Oh, interesting. Interesting. Yeah, the whole Steve Jobs era at Apple is worthy of many a documentary. Mm-hmm. So there's that. So happy birthday, RIP to Steve Jobs, and happy birthday to all of you celebrating today. What do, else? do you like parades? I love a parade. You hate a parade. Do you like floats? I love floats. Oh, my gosh. I'm not talking about an ice cream float. Well, Am I having a stroke? I'm hearing a buzzing in my left ear. I'm having a stroke because I haven't thought about this in a long time. And you didn't have to do this because you played football when we were in college. Mm. But when I was in college, I was a sorority girl. And that meant... Well, a women's fraternity girl. Thank you. There's a difference. Thank you for clarifying and thank you for advocating for Chi Omega, first women's fraternity. I'm not saying I approve. I'm just saying it was different. Founded in 1895 at the University of Arkansas mm-hmm. with the side chapter. They recruited primarily racists. In 1895, you're you're right. I'm not going to even try to defend them. So I don't get to look at the history through the lens of the present? Well, I mean, you can, and that seems like what you're doing. I'm not oh, going to try to okay. say that they weren't racist. It was 1895 Arkansas. I can say like 99.9% so you're, sure they're So you're advocating for it. No, can I tell the freaking float story? Yeah, I just like to poke fun. When we were, I like to get a rise out of it. Well, you did it. Okay. When we were in college... When homecoming season rolled around, you were all in your old football Mm -hmm. land, playing, later coaching. I and my sorority sisters and the lazy-ass fraternity bros that we Mm -hmm. were paired with. They were busy spanking each other, okay? No one was spanking anyone. They were. We hardly had time. Maybe, I don't know what the fraternities were doing. They were. I've seen, I saw the... uh, what, eight millimeter video of it back then? Probably have. <laughs> we were at, we were shivering because it was always in the fall when when the air gets 
nice and crisp in the evening. Yes, I mean, honestly, brisk, to be fair, brisk. brisk. Um, at somebody's parents' or grandparents' covered shed out in the middle of freaking nowhere outside of our university town, trying to put together a float. We weren't engineers. We didn't know how to make a float. Right. I know that there was chicken wire, and I know yep. that we had to spend a lot of time pumping, pumping those floats making them ready for the homecoming parade pumping pumping no you it's an o what's pumping pumping is float is when you take your um crepe paper and ah, you force yes. it into the chicken wire holes to make the parade float happen yeah. so i actually do love a parade but when you mentioned floats i obviously am entering into a ptsd zone yeah you you were triggered there's no question. i'm the definition of triggered right now fair enough how dare you well what year did you say the Cairo Omega Women's Fraternity began? 1895. Okay, well, thank goodness that in 1868, in fact, the first parade in the U.S. that included floats occurred. It was a Mardi Gras parade, but not where you'd think it'd be held. Not in Ireland. It was in Mobile, Alabama. Still on the Gulf. Mm-hmm. Um, where was any beads or boobs involved? I would guess there was plenty of all of that, yes. In 1868? Women had boobs. In fact, they've had them as far back, (laughs) I believe, as the Garden of Eden, at least from the character depictions I've seen in Sunday school, always with the fig leaf covering the boobs, mind you. (laughs) But yeah, I think the boobs have always been a thing. It makes me laugh so much that when you think about how long have boobs existed? How long have I been not able to look at boobs freely? <laughs> Let's mm-hmm. take it back to Eve. Thanks, guys. Okay, that's funny. Um, but yeah, 1868, first parade. That's right. With, like... with floats. With there were floats. parades before okay. that. Okay, first parade with floats. Can we thank the Catholics for that? Mardi Gras is a Catholic celebration. I'm not sure it was very Catholicly celebrated. I don't know. I can't speak one way or the other. We can thank the Catholics. Catholics also being the ones that covered the boobs. So how much can we thank them? I don't know. I don't know. All right. Well, in eight, eight, I was at 18. 19. Yeah. 1942. This is big. Don't this mess is, it up. There's uh, a lot of Okay, I need here. to get myself straightened out because this is, it, it like touches the nerve of something I'm deeply interested in. Yeah. That's why I gave it to you. 1942 at 2.25 a.m. Early. Nico time. <laughs> you are not wrong. That is Nico time. <laughs> At 2.25 a.m., air raid sirens sounded throughout Los Angeles County, Los Angeles, the Angels County in California. Mm-hmm. Total blackout ordered. Massive, massive anti-aircraft artillery, artillery barrage yep. is fired at what? Something? Big question mark? Big question mark in the sky. The event later became known as the Battle of Los Angeles. Never heard of that until this very moment in time. Well, there was actually a movie not too, not terribly long ago, um, a few years back. I'm sure it was terribly made. I didn't watch it. It may even have Travolta in it. I can't remember. Mm-hmm. I'm just guessing on that part. It sounds like the kind of trash that his later career would include. Put a pin in that. We'll come back to it. Because it's also known as the Great Los Angeles Air Raid in December, mm-hmm. obviously, of the prior year, Japanese attack on Pearl Harbor. Right. We're, the, we're in the World War II era. Yeah. 
uh, that in fact inspired our entry into World War II. Now, early events, um, sorry, early reports of this event, this event that happened on February 24th, 1942, was that it was, in fact, another Japanese attack. Now, that later was ruled out. It was then claimed that all evidence pointed towards the aircraft this barrage received with that that aircraft was that was spotted was actually be uh, was an actually a I can't talk a meteorological balloon. Yeah, weather balloon. And that the aggressive response should be chalked up to a case of what we like to call war nerves. Yeah, yeah. I get the war nerves sometimes. I don't know about you. I do. I won't lie. Now, interestingly, for all of that artillery fire that happened, nothing was hit. Except, if I might interject, yeah. there was something hit. And that was our own damn country <laughs> as that <laughs> artillery fire came back down to the ground. And there yeah. was a very lot of not awesome damage from that. Okay, that's not that funny. I shouldn't have left. Um, now, I think you know... I think Awesome Today fam that's listening knows. They know where it's going. They know where this is going. They know because they know this piqued my interest. It was not a balloon, weather or otherwise. It was actually a UFO or what we now in the modern era might call a UAP, an unidentified... Aerial phenomenon. Aerial phenomenon. The the UAP, as it were. Yes. It's not an app for the phone yet, but maybe it should be. It definitely should be. Now, there did follow. By the way, I belched like an ape. You caught me mid-belch. I didn't I was even holding notice. it in. It made my eyes water. Um, that's why I was slow to respond. Nobody would have noticed except you said it. I know, but I, I own up to when I've screwed things up. I'm not ashamed. I'm not ashamed of making a mistake because it requires action to get anywhere. Action requires mistakes and it requires... Overcoming mistakes to get to the the good ending. Okay, I like it. Happy ending? Whatever ending you want to pick. Okay, well, I hope it's happy, but not all the way happy to, like, massage parlor happy. Uh, I was going to say, not the illegal kind of Yeah, yeah. Happy Endings is one of, also, that's the name of one of the funniest sitcoms ever created. It was on ABC for a hot minute. You can watch it on Hulu now. That's beside the point. Now, after the Battle of Los Angeles, there was a media campaign pointing to, yeah, hey guys, this was actually a UFO. Now, unfortunately for all of us, it was conducted extremely poorly with obvious doctoring to the photo evidence that was presented. In fact, it was done so poorly that it has been proposed that it was actually a case of the old double reverse, like an old okey-doke. Yes, exactly. Yes. It was conducted by those who knew it was a UAP, purposefully done so poorly, this media release with it being done so like, ha ha, what, what a bunch of dum-dums that think this was a UAP or a UFO back in those days, that it made look the idea that it was a UAP look like a scam. It's brilliant. It's a brilliant tactic to continue to hide from us ignorant masses what the truth actually is. If I may pull the pin out that I put in earlier. Yeah. If John Travolta, in fact, and I don't know because I frankly haven't kept up with his career as well as some other people have, but you know, he is a Scientologist. Oh, yeah. And they yeah, are. She whispered Scientologist if you didn't hear her. They are deeply invested in alien theory. That's a huge part of their quote unquote religion. Mm-hmm. And so maybe he was in a Battle of Los Angeles type movie where the actual aircraft that 
was being fired upon was a UFO. Oh, yeah, yeah. We're bringing I wouldn't in, doubt it. I wouldn't doubt it. We're bringing in Scientology. We're bringing in UFO theory. We are just all about the conspiracy theory today. Of course. Why wouldn't we be? We well, moving ahead to 1979, four short years after the magical year of my own birth, a swine breeder, Russ Braze of Stamford, Texas. Hmm. That's Stamford with an M. I've never Not heard of- an N. It's a small, it's a small rural area. I'm familiar with it. Um, mm, okay. Yeah. So he attended a sale. He's a, he's a swine breeder. So if he's attending a sale, it's a swine sale. Okay? I like a swine sale. Swines are pigs. If anybody didn't oh, put okay. that together, not everybody is fully agriculturally or ecumenically or whatever uh, indoctrinated into the languages of these things. Anyway, he attended a sale that was in Wichita, Kansas, which was is. Actually, then and now, I, I believe, quite a prominent place to do such a thing. It, well, we both have roots in that area. It's true. It's where I have family there. It's where my mother went to college. You and I'm a outside. pig. No, no, no. You uh, lived outside of Wichita at one point. It's true. It's true. Lovely life. For a brief time. Mm-hmm. So he attended hey, up there. Well, awesome. Liz lives in Wichita. That's too. right. That's right. So happy hello. birthday, awesome. No, Liz. that's not it. Not your birthday. Keep it going. Um, buy, a, buy a pig. Something. I don't know. Okay. Um, in any event, he sold one of his very own Duroc boar pigs. Now, if you're a breeder of any type of animal, the, the male animal is pretty valuable. Is this the swine patriarchy? No, it's a logic perspective. Well, wait If a you had a fantastic... Female animal. Uh-huh. How many births, births, births? I don't know. How many times could she give birth? Birth <laughs> with an F. How many times could she give birth in her lifetime? I, do you think I actually know that? How many times can you give birth in your lifetime? Well, I mean, a limited number, but yeah. I have to think pigs have more in, in them. Certainly, than that. absolutely, as would horses or any other thing more. But comparative to the male. Who every single sample of seed can be harvested as it is now. I know it's terrible. Um, Ultimately, the perspective being that you can expect a significantly greater number of offspring from the male than you can the female. Okay, that's why. Just so it's it's economics. Just so long as it's economics and not the swine patriarchy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And by the way, nobody's breeding these animals, especially the swine, for their intelligence or. Ability to uh, love people well or... Pigs are really smart. They're like the smartest mammals. Listen, pigs are assholes. Don't kid yourself. They're assholes, but they're smart. I have a whole pig story. I've told it before. (laughs) You have to. It's terrible. As the story ends, I'll just just throw the dangler out there. As the story ends, I had to drive home naked. It was terrible. I don't want to go there again. (laughs) It's a great story, though. Anyway, Russ sold his Duroc, which is a breed, boar pig... For $42,500, this was the highest price ever in recorded history at that time. It's a lot of dollars for a lot of pig. I have, this was the first opportunity that I've had in my lifetime to question, well, what exactly goes on? How, how, how much, how much is your pig worth, boy? Mm -hmm. I don't know. So I started looking because that was way back in 79. Way back. In 2016, a boar, and at this time we began to name our prized animals, a boar named Attention, 
was sold for $190,000. That's a lot of dollars. Yeah. In 2019, a boar named Mastermind <laughs> is sold for $210,000. That's yeah. so many dollars for a pig. And... Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. From my limited pig research, because I only just did some here, it looks like though the, the highest price ever paid for any pig, because all of these were were Duroc boars, but the highest price for any breed of boar pig ever paid was in 2014, and it was two hundred and seventy thousand dollars. Unless you think, mm. lest you think America is the perverse party here, that was across the pond. In England? Jolly old England. Okay. A lot of places that are classified for us. It's true. It's true. Um, now, I'm I'm going to be kind here. If you're curious and you're like, what does a 200 plus thousand dollar boar pig look like? Mm. And you're thinking, I'm going to go to the Goog. Mm. I'm going to look up that thing, do an image search. Sure. I'm going to warn you. People who want to see pictures of these pigs most often are those who are purchasing them. And they are purchasing them for breeding. Mm. Those who are selling these pigs, well, they're going to take pictures of said pig mm. to advertise what the, the, the buyer is interested in. So be prepared. You go look this up, mm. breeding capabilities being an important thing, you're going to find yourself a big old pair of pig balls right there in the picture. And they're they're front and center. It's a... It's a big thing. Both of them, in fact, it's big things. I'm so disturbed by this, but I do have a side question. I don't know if you know the answer to this or not. Okay, I have a side question afterwards, but go ahead. Maybe you should ask yours first. Well, upon listening to this, mm -hmm. how many awesomes that would never admit to it are going to go out and look this up because they don't know what pig balls look like? I have, I, I don't know the number of awesomes in Awesome Today family. What percentage would you say? I'm going to say 33%. I think that's low. Okay. I think the curiosity of the mind is great. I'm pushing 67%. Whoa. Just a smidge over two-thirds. Okay. All right. Well, I have a question. Yes. How big are they? No. Oh. In our part of the country, mm -hmm. in the realm that we grew up, there's a thing known as calf fries. Yep. That's where you take the... The testicles, mm -hmm. if you don't mind my balls, saying, balls as it were. of a calf who's been castrated. I can't remember. Why do calves have to be castrated? 
you uh, only, you can only have a few bowls. Yeah, yeah. So think about things in terms of you want every animal that you put your labor and effort into raising, mm-hmm. you want it to bring the highest price at market. Yeah. That's why breeding is a thing. Sure, of course. And so if you have a, a prize bull, mm-hmm. prize boar, whatever species it is that you're that you're breeding, yeah. you don't want something unplanned to sneak in and impregnate a female animal before the prize animal gets its chance. So if you're running cattle... You're going to take all of the male animals and castrate them before okay. they are busy trying to get busy. And then those now castrated cow steers—they're now called steers—and mm-hmm. that's what you get at your local supermarket for a steak situation. You get, yeah, you get steer. You get some cow as well, yeah. Okay, but you don't get. Typically, you're not eating bulls. Okay. That's thank you for that, and also so calf fries mm-hmm. is not a terrible. I mean, it's not like you're going to find that on every menu at any country restaurant you go into. The people, it's not at the country club. It's not at the country club, but people eat calf fries. I've they never do. had them. Have you I've, had them. I've never had them. I've seen them. Okay, um, and then I've, there's many a a not urban legend, but rural legend about. Incidences with calf fries. Some people call them Rocky Mountain oysters. Yes. Um, pig fries, boar fries. Is that a thing? It may be. I've not heard of it. If it is, okay. Based on the size of the ones I saw in those photos, I'd say one would be close to a meal. Bring it out. No, I'm not. <laughs> yeah, eating it. Okay. I'm not eating it. But Looks like I'll be having it. nachos tonight, and you'll be eating a big old testicle. <laughs> yes. You are disgusting. I am sorry to bring that up, but I, I was so curious. It is curious. Let's be started talking about curious. animal testicles. Here's here's my honest suspicion, unconfirmed, unresearched. You've probably, all of us, have probably eaten pig balls in the form of hot dog. Mm. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Yeah. All right. Or sausage, if you're fancy. I am fancy, and I do enjoy sausage. <laughs> 2006, Rio de Janeiro, Brazil, celebrating... Carnival. Yeah. Some people call it carnivals. I like to say carnival. Well, I think they have more than one celebration, and that's why I threw the S on there. Okay. Because it was more than one. Artwork. Stolen. What? We got a classic case of an art Art heist. Art theft? Art heists. Yep. Stolen from their museum, including works by Picasso, Dolly, Matisse, and Monet. That's, uh, those are four names that are... They're not uh, they're not slackers in the art world. Pantheon, yeah, of worldwide created art. Well, the thieves who did the stealing during Carnival were referred to as quote unquote gunmen. Yep. Technically speaking, they gained entry to the museum by threatening security guards with a hand grenade. This is this is like the idiot savant of robbery. Mm. They brought a hand grenade to a gunfight. Well, but who's dumber? Who's dumber here, them for bringing a hand grenade or the guards for being, for not recognizing, well, hey, pull the pin, you jackass, you'll kill yourself. (laughs) See what happens. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I'm wagering I can throw it back. That's whatever possible. Yeah. I'm glad I wasn't involved. Things Mm. would have escalated Mm. and it would have ended poorly for everyone. You do not want an INTJ there unless you are actually one of the hand grenade throwers. (laughs) Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah, I'd at least have the forethought to, like, let three seconds count off before I threw it so right. I couldn't catch it and throw it back. Yes. I would have had a plan. You had a plan. Okay. 
what else was happening? Well, 2011. It's not that long ago. It's really not. Two the years ago. The city of Shanghai, of course in China, mm. in 2011, over 140,000 people that year reported as being victim of a dog bite. All right. Okay. That's a lot of dogs out there biting. It's a lot of dogs. It's a lot of biting. If you would assume that, hey, only half or a quarter or an eighth of dogs are biting people. Yeah. It lets you know there were a lot of dogs there. You've been bitten by a dog while you were on a jog through a neighborhood. Remember um, that? More than once, yes. I'm thinking specifically of one in your parents' old neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Yours. Yep. Minding your business. He bit my back fat. It's true. Right down on the, the lower back fat love handle. You were just minding your own business, trying to jog through the just neighborhood. Just trying to jog the fat off, and he was like, I'll help you with that, sir. I didn't ask for the help. All right, well, what happened in Shanghai? I'm sorry to get well, Yeah, track. so in Shanghai, that happened, and it wasn't a new problem. Now, I know this is going to come as a shock to everybody, but the, the dog crime data, it's a bit sketchy. Mm. Big surprise, after all the luck we've had with the WHO trying to gather COVID data from China. But I didn't say that. Mm-hmm. Somebody else did. Don't say that. Um, what we do know, loosely, because this was the most... In 2011, the most recent statistics made available were from 2005. Okay. And in 2005, 69,000 people had sought treatment for rabies from dog bites. So this was a long-running problem. Yes. We got a lot of damn stray dogs. Get your dogs back. Make all the jokes you want about Asian people cooking yeah. dog. Evidently, they weren't. Mm. The dogs were everywhere. Okay. Um, and they were all rabid. Yikes. And, uh, yeah, at least 69,000 of them were presumed to be rabid because that's how many people were treated. Mm. Unless it was one dog biting multiple people. That I don't know. Wow. I, I don't know. Okay. In any event... The result that came about was Shanghai issued a new policy, and it restricted every family to a maximum of one dog, and that it must be registered. Similar policy enacted in Beijing with the additional additional thing to say, your dog can't be bigger than 14 inches. Oh, no. How, right. would, how would we feel in America if we were like, hey, look, you can have one dog, and no bigger than 14 inches. How many people would be... It's it's an outrage. No, forget saying it's an outrage. There would be uh, riots in the streets. You think? I know. Think about how much we loved our German Shepherd, who was... She was a hell of a lot bigger than 14 yeah, inches. Yeah, she was... Are, are Bosties bigger? They've got to be bigger than 14 inches. Francie's probably close. Stella's a little smaller. I think we'd get to keep her. But we only get to keep one. No! Under, under that law. I want my peppers. So be glad that you're not living in Shanghai or Beijing in 2011. I don't know what the law is now because, again, they don't like to share information. They're, they're not, I didn't say that. They're not, like, free-flowing. They're not is. known for their information sharing. <laughs> no, they are not. Hey, you got a trending for us. I have a trending for you. Rumors circulating as to the release of the iPhone, believe it or not, you guys, the iPhone 13. 13? I love 13, but I never got the 12. I know, right? Because the 11 is pretty awesome. When I got the 11, the 12 didn't exist yet. And I didn't. It wasn't that long ago that I got it. I know. I know I'm old, and so it makes time seem like it goes 
slower? I don't know. The 11 is amazing. We didn't even need the 12, but here we come with the 13. It is suggested by some that it will drop in September. They like to do a fall release on things, I've noticed. It seems to be the case. Now, those are unsubstantiated rumors, probably on things like the subreddit for Mac rumors or whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Apple rumors or Mac rumors, whatever. Yeah. Probably one for each. All the rumors of Apple. We'll see what happens. Fruit rumors. Mm. That sounds perverse. It does. Let's keep going. Okay. Um, Public service announcement. This isn't all that awesome. This is anti-awesome. If you're sensitive, you might want to skip ahead a little bit. I don't skip it. It's it's concerning, but it's something where we can all play a part, I feel like. So back in September on our show, we discussed how it turned out the the California the Southern California wildfires in September that were massive was a twenty two thousand acres something and I may be misquoting that I apologize if it was larger and I've not given it enough weight but it was a massive big damn mess it was a big damn no in fact big damn no what we discovered was that that was caused by a pyrotechnic device yep. and a gender reveal yeah thing right yeah and at the time I can remember. Our consternation being like, no, pick pick another way. We pick were, another way. We were equally appalled over this. And that was for, yeah, setting yeah. many acres of California on fire. So earlier this month, and then again over this past weekend, we've had two different gender reveal devices that have gone awry. Each instance, the father-to-be was killed. It's terrible. This is terrible. Heartbreaking. This is terrible. And the one over this past weekend, whatever they had done, and and the the article made it seem like it was a a home-created thing. They'd used so much explosive that beyond killing the father-to-be, it messed up his brother so badly that he'd had to have complete knee construction, reconstruction surgery. Mm. Don't let people you know do this. No. Take an active role and intervening. Have, have what do they call them? Uh, interventions? Yeah. yeah Intervene? Intervention. intervention. Don't let people do this. Don't let them be silly with this. It's not worth it. It's not worth it. Just get the cupcake with the different yeah. colored icings or, or whatever. Hire the airplane that drags the banner through the sky or something. do something else. Don't, don't consult my redneck brethren on how to make a homemade... Yeah. incendiary device or explosive we will lead you astray don't do it it's dangerous don't it's do that so dangerous don't do it don't do it there's other ways to let people know and for you to remain around for the birth of your child yes absolutely and that's not to what victim shame is that what it's called victim blaming victim blaming it's yeah. not victim blaming but it is saying look we we can all help somebody who has struggled in a bad decision-making process. Yes. Let's, let's don't let this happen if we can help it. That's right. That's right. Hmm. Well, let's <sighs> move on to something a little more awesome. It's awesome time for World of Watch, Read, Listen, Lifestyle. Well, we're continuing to watch American Gods. Now, I fell asleep last night. Yep. I didn't last significantly longer than okay. you did. It's such a good show. I'm still saying... If you've got the stars free trial they've got going on right now, it's weird. Give it a try. Stick with it. But in the meantime, I've been watching a lot, and I cannot emphasize this enough, a lot of TikTok. Mm. Partly because I enjoy it, but also partly because we're trying to expand Sword of Awesome's 
presence on the TikTok as well as getting ideas for reels on Instagram. So I've been watching a lot of TikToks. Some are funny, some are incredibly well-made. There was one that did make me laugh because you can always find some great political humor on TikTok. Yep. Uh, President you can find a lot of trash too. Well, sure. But you have to sift through the garbage to find the hidden gems, right? Yeah, 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 totally. Uh, my TikTok knows that I like some silliness. I like some book talk. This book talk, T-O-K, book talk okay. is a thing. I camp out there quite a bit, but, but TikTok knows I, I enjoy some political TikTok humor. And so President Biden, bless him, he just he keeps serving up some good ones. Uh, People last, taking some ideas. and Last week's time, them. he's... He has, what do they call it? Foot in the mouth, Foot faux pas, mouth. blunders. Faux pas. He said a few things that were just like, oh, shit. You were, you were not the statesman that you represented yourself to be. Yes. Now, President Trump, of course, they also would take his things and run with him. Sure, I can only but he imagine. never claimed to be a statesman, right? <laughs> That's for sure. You knew that you knew it was, you already had your popcorn. You knew it was going to be good. Yes, 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 yes. So anyway, political TikTok continue to serve him up, knock him out of the park with some good stuff there. I'm trying to think if there's any others. Oh, Christian, like, snarky Christian TikTok. Mm -hmm. For some reason, TikTok will not put me on Catholic TikTok. I know it exists. I like every Catholic TikTok video they give me. They're like, no, that's, yeah. we're just not going to give it to you. So they give me a lot of um, evangelical and ex-evangelical TikTok. I like snarking on some of that stuff. So they give it okay. to me. But I've been watching a lot of TikToks. I'm just, I'm not going to lie. You have I'm been. Be it's totally honest with it's you. It's definitely... It's it's reared its head again in your life. It has, absolutely, yes. Maybe it's seasonal. I don't know. Maybe so. Um, we're not reading. At least we're not reading things that we're comfortable have you, advocating. Have yet. you continued to read Henry Nowen? I have not since the last... I don't think since last Wednesday have I delved back in. I'm at a, I'm at a break point. So the, the last thing I read... Henry Nowen, this book being The Return of the Prodigal Son, he takes multiple perspectives as he walks through the book. I read through The Younger Son, who was in fact the prodigal. I read through his, and then I stopped right as we began into The Older Son, which is the one that remained home. Okay. I have... This is probably common to whatever category you'd like to throw me into, the box you'd like me to exist in. I There's nothing more I love in this life than stuffing you into boxes. I know. You enjoy it greatly. That explains a lot about our our sexual life as well. Oh my gosh. But uh, I know that this is a whole new section. Mm -hmm. And so I will not begin it until I have adequate time to push through. I'm not a read a half a page and move ahead guy. Yeah. I, I want to be able to read the entire section. Okay. Know that I have the time to do it so that I, I have a complete thing to marinate on and think about before. I'll go back and read it again. I'll read each section yeah. multiple times. But okay. the first time through, I have to have the full time available, and I just haven't yet. Okay, that's fair. Now, I thought just now of a listen. It's completely unrelated to Henri Nguyen. Okay. I did find a new listen. I was saving this for sort of awesome. If you're awesome today, fam, you're going to hear about this in the future. But I have to tell you this. OMG. Oh. Unsolved Mysteries. You know how I have this red hot burning passion for red for unsolved mysteries. Including UFOs. 
UFOs get covered on there, ghosts, um, missing people, suspected murders, all kinds of things. Unsolved Mysteries has done this reboot on Netflix, we've talked about it on the show. Mm-hmm. They have a brand new podcast. Really? They've got the classic Unsolved Mysteries theme music playing in the background. There's only one episode out. I've listened to it. It is very well produced. I'm excited for it. The first one right out of the gate, they're talking about a haunted cemetery in Nebraska. Um, that seems like a cop-out. If, if anything's going to be haunted, it should be a cemetery. Oh, man. This one's pretty super extra over-the-top haunted. Though. Okay. So, anyway, I'm so excited. Thank you, Unsolved nice. Mysteries, for nice. coming into my life via podcast form. Okay, well, it's lifestyle time. Do you have lifestyles? I do have one to share, if you don't mind. I don't mind. That's why I asked. My best friend, Catherine, when I recently told her that my TMJ was flaring up again. Mm -hmm. TMJ, of course, many of you are familiar. It's it's nerve pain in Mm -hmm. your jaw joint. She drove over and punched you in the jaw. That's the kind of thing that Catherine would do if I asked her to. She would, even if she just thought it would help and it's what you needed, but yeah. you were afraid to ask. Yes. Because she's a good friend. She's an amazing friend. She one time punched me, and I, my jaw didn't even hurt. <laughs> right. I told her that my TMJ was flaring up again. She said, you need one of those, and I'm going to mess this up. It's an Asian phrase, and I'm apologies, please. I don't know how to say this, but I think it's called a gua sha tool. The one I got off of the Amazon is made from rose quartz. Rose quartz. It's basically... Is it crystallogy? What's... Hmm. What do they call it? The crystal stuff. I don't know. Because I, I know... Because I, I'm often guilty. I usually don't talk about it when I'm guilty. But I'm often guilty of reading just enough to be dangerous. Oh, yeah. And then I just hold it in and I'm like... I, I know a little bit about that. You won't say anything out loud. Right. I have to know more to talk more about. <laughs> but I know rose quartz is a thing. Yes, it is. Um, this particular tool is just like a little flat disc. It's kind of almost, it's like a little misshapen heart tool. Okay. Now, many people... Misshapen use, like it has three butt cheeks or two points? It's got the or? two things at the top, but it's not like a, it's not like, it's like a kindergartner drew a heart. Okay. Okay. I can see that. We have a few of those uh-huh. in the past. Yes. So you take this um, gua sha and you can, a lot of people use it for like a lymphatic massage at the end of the day. You're like pressing the, the um, liquid. That's not the right word. No. The moisture out of your tissue. You're just basically trying to reduce inflammation in your face. Okay. Now, for people who have TMJ struggles, and I don't have this all the time, but last week when we were having all the bad winter weather and Nico wasn't going to daycare and all the people were here all the time, I, I started... Being me. Me and Nico were here and we were highly demanding. <laughs> well, I was oh, telling gosh, her... I was I'm just hoping kidding. for a rebuttal. I, Kylie. I'm hurt now. Go ahead. I'm silently bleeding. You're anti-demanding. You are in your office all day. But Nico is extremely demanding, so he more than wakes up for it. Anyway, I told her I was having a little problem with the Team J. She suggested I get one. I did. I did it for the first time last night, a little massage on my face before bedtime. It was magical. I'm obsessed with it. 100% we'll be talking about a sort of awesome eventually. But I'm telling you, Awesome Today fam, first, get you one of these. It's called a Gua Sha, maybe. I don't know if I'm... G-U-A space S-H-A. Yes. However it is you'd like to pronounce that. That's my lifestyle happiness right now. Awesome. Um, so, listen. Last week, 
in our lives, it was single-digit temperatures. It's sometimes negatives. Was it negative temperatures or uh, negative, negative wind chills? Wind chill. negative That's wind where chill. I was going next, okay. was to say many days of negative wind chill. Today, my good friends, the temperature hit at least 73. That's the highest I saw it when I checked it. May or may not have eked another degree out. 73 degrees today. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, thank you. It's also been windy and things, and so the snow's like 99% gone. There's a few places where people shoveled in piles. There's a remnant of really dingy, ugly snow. But mm -hmm. for the most part, all the snow's gone. The wind had blown. It's dried the ground out. Mm -hmm. All of the things that we would want to have happen here. And damn, magically, it's 73 degrees. I made my way over to the car wash because that was highly necessary for I believe we've decided to reference the Jeep as Lolita. Mm -hmm. Lolita Esperanza is her full name. She goes by Lola to those who know her well. Mm -hmm. She needed she needed some pampering. Yes. So washing her up, side story, almost got in a fight at the car wash. That's a different story. That's actually not even the first time in your not life. Not the that's first happening. time, and so. that's yet another story still. <laughs> um, maybe another day we'll share all that. Yeah. But yeah, got her all cleaned up, got home. And put some tire black on. I mean, she's looking, she's looking sexy. Mm -hmm. She's ready to go to the Latino club and mm -hmm. dance embarrassingly for her parents and all the things. For her parents? Yeah, her parents would blush if they saw the way she oh, danced. Oh, her parents would be embarrassed. Not for, like, she's not dancing yeah. for <laughs> her parents. She's not incestuous. real Yeah, no, no, place. no, no, no. That's not the kind of car we buy. No, okay. Now, no judgment if that's the car anybody else wants to buy. Yes. But that's not what we buy. Okay. So, yeah, it was embarrassing for her parents, not that the dance was for them. Okay. In any event, that's how good she looks. She's she's smoking hot right now. She's smoking hot. Well, in the process of helping her get there. Yeah. I got pretty hot and sweaty. Yeah. And I came inside her home, and we've not turned on the air conditioner. Because it's freaking February. Because it's February, and we have a principle we live by. Yes. Um, it was so hot in here as we were in the pre-stages of recording that I went and put on shorts. Shorts. And you don't get to see this. Short I'm pants. too proud to yep. show it. Mm -hmm. But my legs are a combination of gleaming white and excessive gnarly black hair, which is the the habit of my people. That's what we do. There is no lie detected here. I originally was going to say no one has seen this whiteness of leg and, and density of hair. But then I realized, no, we've been in quarantine for Almost a year. coming up on a year. And my guess is, especially as I look at my daughters, not my wife. My wife has continued to do upkeep Thank you. on things. But my daughters, they're competing with me on the hairiness level and the whiteness level. I'm thinking perhaps... We could start the Ladies of COVID Club. Yes. Because I'm suspecting there's a lot of women out there who have extremely white and hairy legs from this quarantine. Might as well. What else are you going to do? See how long you can grow it. Start a club. If you can't braid it, you don't get admitted into the club. That's fair. I can dig it. Are you in? I'm not in, okay. but I will support you from Good. the sidelines. I offered that like I wanted you in, but secretly I didn't want you to join the club. No. Okay. I, I do some minimum maintenance around here. Very good. Very good. 
That's all it's all about. It's the minimum effective dose. Mm-hmm. Even medicine would tell you that's responsible. That's right. It is responsible. All right. Or is there anything we've missed? I cannot think of a thing. Okay. Well, then, please have an awesome today, would you? Please do. Bye-bye. Bye. If you look at photographs provided by animal breeders, you might find yourself staring at the animal parts that make breeding possible. Find Awesome Today and Sorta Awesome Media on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, and literally everywhere podcasts are found. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.